Rabotai, we're learning Ola uh, Hayim, and we are in Siman Chaf. Dine lekihat umechirat talet. Okay. Halokayah talet mitsuyesem Yisrael umetegar goy. Keshera keban etegaru. Hazaka shelakeha mi Yisrael. Delo maran nafsheh. Aval im lakah mi goy sheeno tagar pesula. Okay, as a rule. Guy buys a talet. What does he sit on it? From Israel. Or from a goy who's dealing with the talets. He's a merchant. And he tells you that he bought it from Israel. The goy obviously cannot make the seat. But he says, I got it from Israel. He's a, he's a store. He says, I don't make the seat. I got it from the Jew. So the Gemara, the Halakha says you can assume that it's kosher. The Keman, the Tagaru, since he's a, a, a merchant, Hazakash Lakami Israel. Hazakash, he got it from a good place. He's not going to ruin his business. Once already the rumor gets out, oh, this guy has fake stuff, he loses his uh, right? credibility. So therefore, Hazakat, Tagad, even a goy sells kosher stuff. About him, the goy, let's say you go to a guy's house. The goy say, I have to seat. He's not a Tagad. So therefore, he's not a merchant. You can't trust him. Therefore, you have to say <coughs> that it is Pesula. Bet en mochrim talit mitzuyetzet legoy. You know that you're not allowed to sell sisiyot to a goy. Shema yitlevei misem b'derek v'yargenu. We're worried that they might use it as a disguise. They might put the sisiyot on. Today they, they do it with the, the Arabs. They dress up like Hasidim. They go into these uh, communities. So therefore, you sell him a sisiyot. Why is he going to wear it? And then he's going to escort a Jew and kill him. Afinu lemashken lafkitem to the goy. So even to give him as a collateral, not to give it to a goy. Unless it's, uh, it's a small amount of time. For a small amount of time, that's okay. If you took the seat off, okay, that shouldn't be a, uh, a problem. If you took the seat off, even though the holes are there, it's going to be mutar. Uh, okay, we have Ham David on this over here. Siman Chaf. Just see some of these quick halachot that come out of Siman Chaf. So, Acham David in the halacha berura. Mutar meikar adin leknot talit mitzuyesim Israel. Goodbye from a Jew. Afilu eno makiro, even though you don't know. Afilu eno tagar. Right, even if he's not a merchant. Mitzuyesim that has strings on it. Maybe, maybe they made this You don't have to hoshesh to that. You can assume that the seller is has a skat kashrut. Right? Today you shouldn't buy from Stam. No, the, the stick of the badat on it. Everybody knows that it's kosher. You know the guy's a suspicious guy, the Bashot don't buy from him. Mutal not tell me to sit in a goy. He's a salesman. Even if he doesn't normally sell talitot, but he's neeman. To say, I got it from Israel. Why? Because he's not going to ruin his credibility, like Jackie said, because he wants to sell uh, other merchandise. Yes, I'm not going to go in the Aha. So some say it's only Ne'eman when it's 
ready-made. He's not neeman on the strings themselves. Fine. Goish eno tagar. Regular guy selling a guy. Eno neeman. And if we should not take the seat from him, uh, and it's not going to help if you undo the sisiyot and put him back on the, the begin. If the sisiyot were not made lishma, it's too late. You can't you can, you can, you can fix that. Hashcholeya sisiyot lechabru biyad goy. Well, that's a good one. Let's say you're sending your sisiyot ayade goy to somebody. Sending shiyu sirudot vechatumot b'shte chotamot. Chotam betoch chotam. Wow. It's like sending a meat. You have to put a double uh, double wrapping on it with the hechshir. Because you're already going to change it. You might put his sisiyot in there. His uh, non-kosher ones. Let's see, he's sending him good, you know, Wallace. The old Wallace sisiyot were very expensive. <coughs> so the guy is going to switch. I'll take the Wallace ones and sell them and put junk ones in. That's what you have to ship it in a package. You have to double wrap it. That's what he's saying. Today, Today we have a hechshir on it, basically. You have some money, I guess. If it's a new talent, it has a thing. You have to be hoshesh that he's going to undo the strings and put new ones on. But strings themselves, that you might have to be hoshesh. Israel also is No difference. If it's is you got to put a double wrapping on it also. bashuk. You see the Shazur eight times, like each one is eight, uh, eight strings, like we do today. Uh, and you see one of them is longer than the other, like we have today. So you can assume, uh, who did this? It's got to be kosher. Okay, and when you come to Shul, and you see a talit, you can assume that it was done because Shul. You're worried that he might dress up and look like a Israel. And they, you know, walk with a Jew, and you're not going to be on guard because you can think he's Jewish, and he can kill you, Hasbush Shalom. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that means Shalom called the Goy Tal Mitsuyetzin. Yeah, but that, 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 that's a mashkon, huh? You don't know if they're going to give it to a Goy. So he says, Vechen Asul Lafkido Mashkin Tal Mitsuyetzin Elam Kin the Fisha'a. So the Fisha'a. You come and pick it up. And he's a tagar also. He's getting paid, yeah. He's getting paid to do it, so he's not going to want to ruin his uh, reputation. So the chavra, it should be, uh, it should be okay. V'chein asul ha-shi'id tal-mitzuyot shal goi. V'chein asul ha-titsubitalit shal goi. V'chein asul ha-lamed ha-goi sentalit. You cannot teach him how to make the sisiyot. And if somebody sees the talit and buy a goi, you should buy it. Get it out of their possession. Mutar limkol le-goi begich l'arbakan fort. You can send them the, you can sell them the begich. So that's a good question. Can you send it to the cleaners? Like Aura, Baran said, uh, You're picking it up tomorrow. You're not selling them to him totally. It's a temporary thing. And anyway, he's got to give it to you back because he doesn't want to ruin his, uh, Name. his reputation. You come back, where is it? Uh, I don't have it. The guy's going to kill you. No. Okay, so that's Siman Chaf. A sechet shekalim has been dedicated by Martin Rani. Memory of his grandmother Esther Bat Simha, who Hashem Tnihana began Eden. Amen. We begin today's daf on Chaf Amud Bet, and we are at uh, the words Los of Davar. So that's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, about twelve lines from the bottom. So uh, we learned in the Mishnah, not here in Shikanim, but in Mishnah in Minahot. 
We learned it on yesterday's that the Kohen Gadol died before he brought the Menchat Havitim of Ben Arbaim, and they appointed another Kohen Gadol that day. So the second Kohen uh, brings a full uh, Isaron, and uh, he brings uh, he brings half of it, which means he has to bring a full, and then he brings half for the uh, for the afternoon. <coughs> So the case that the Mishnah talked about again was where the original Kohen Gadol died. And there's other ways that the Kohen Gadol could be disqualified besides being dead. He could become Tameh or uh, he could become a Balmum. So the Gemara is going to question now, are these other types of disqualifications also uh, have the same consequence that the second Kohen would bring, you know, a half and so on. So the Gemara says, Ela afilu netma which is a hadush. Would you say that even if the first Kohen Gadol uh, became Tameh, now even though he's not a psul kavua, it's not a permanent uh, psul, Tameh, the original Kohen obviously is going to come back from his, uh, from his Tum'ah, uh, do we say that still the second one, when he's nominated, has to bring a um, Hatsi? Uh, meaning, uh, or maybe... <coughs> Right, maybe, maybe I would say in that case over there that he just brings the other half of the first Kohens because the first Kohen really didn't become totally disqualified. He's just Tamer. So I might have thought that he just brings you know, the second half of the, first, uh, of the first one. It doesn't have to bring another complete one. The Gemara says, Va'afilu bemum. Or maybe you'll say, no, that when it says, lo sof tavar shemet, it's coming to uh, exclude that even a case of mum, which is a mum kavua, uh, that means mum kavua is more uh, disqualifying, in the sense that the first Kohen is never going to come back again, because he has a mum kavua, a blemish that is, uh, that is permanent. So maybe... Met and Mum Kavua have the same law, but not Nitma. So that's really the question, if you want to just make it simple. When we say Met, uh, is Met also Met and Nitma and Kosheken Mum Kavua? Or maybe is Met is Met and Mum Kavua and not Nitma? The Gemara comes along and says, Tane, they found the Braiter, Biuda Bar Pazi. Debar Delaya, because that's a place, said that when it said Los of Tavar Shemet, Vaafilu Nidha Bemum. So not only Met, but even Mum. So the Brighter clearly said only Mum, not Netma. So therefore, the rule would be, according to the Mishnah Menachot, whether the Kohen Gadol Rishon Met or became uh, blemished with a Mum Kabuah, the second Kohen in that case would bring a full. Um, uh, and then bring half of it to cover the second half of the day. But if it was Nitma, he would bring half, the half of the first Kohen, because the first Kohen really is not totally disqualified. Next, uh, next <coughs> Dean. We go back to the case of the Mishnah, where the Kohen Gadol died. And this case of Al-Mishnah and Yerushalmi was told where they didn't nominate a second Kohen Gadol uh, in his stead. So the Mishnah brought actually Mahlouk between Tanakhama and Rabbi Huda. Uh, the Menhat Habitin, uh, who, who pays for it? Does it come from the Kohen Gadol who died, meaning his Yorshin, or does it come from Sibur? 
Uh, again, if there's a second Kohen Gadol that's nominated, he brings it. Comes to him, there's no shayla on that. We're talking about where they didn't nominate a second Kohen Gadol. And we learned yesterday that it seems he still have to bring the Habitin, even though there's not a Kohen Gadol. So the question is who pays for it? Does it come Michel Kohen Gadol, Harishon, meaning your shop, or does it come from the Sibu? That was the Mahloka that we had in the uh, Mishnah. So now the Gemara is going to call it Tosefta Masechet Menachot. Minayin le Kohen Gadol Shemet, velo minu. So this opinion holds is coming from the Yorshin. Talmud Omar, it says in the Pasuk, I'm meaning the whole Pasuk, Okay, so Sounds like it's coming from his children. They are going to bring it, they are Yoreshit, until, until they put a new Kohen Gadol up. Yachol, so now the question is, he died. So do they bring it lachatzain? Do they bring the other half? Meaning, just like his father did, which means his father brought half in the morning and half in the afternoon. So in that interim period, do the Yorshim bring the menachat habitin like their father did? Meaning in halves. Talmud Omar ota kula amarti At the time when there's an interim time, they don't bring it in halves. They bring it. In holes. That means they bring the whole minha. They don't split it. They bring it as a whole minha. We'll have to see if they bring it in the morning and the afternoon. That'll be a given question later on. But it's not done in in halves. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Who pays for the minhat uh, habitin in the interim? Sibur, Shinemar, Hok Olam. I guess Hok Olam sounds like it comes from the Olam. It comes from the Sibur. Mi shaberit kiruta lo. Okay, I don't know why, where that came in, but the Gemara says, the one that the covenant was made with them, and the covenant was made, I guess, with Jews. Okay. Kalil toktar, and the Gemara learns from the words, Kalil toktar, Kalil lehaktara. Again, not half, I guess. You bring it whole, uh, as opposed to splitting it up. The Gemara says, back to the words of our Mishnah, Kohen Gadol Shemet. So again, we have the Mahloket. Does it come from Sibur, or does it come from Yorshi? Rabbi Ba, Bar Mamal, Ba'e, Mehalfa Shitate, the Rabbi Shimon. So we have a uh, different Girsa in Rabbi Shimon. Why Taman, meaning in Shekalim, Zamishna, what did the Bishamon say? Amar, the Bishamon said in the Torah, when the Kohen Gadol dies, uh, where, where does it uh, come from, the, uh, the Menhat Habitin? Mishel Yorshin. Okay? Comes from Yorshin. Because if you look at our Mishnah, I'm correct, in the Mishnah, he said it was a Tanai Bet Din, Rabbi Shimon, that it comes from the Sibur. Now, if he said it's a Tanai Bet Din, that means initially it must have been Yorshin, and Tanai Bet Din takes it out of Yorshin. What you Tanai Bet Din means, the Bet Din had to make a Tanai that it comes from the Sibur. That means what was it before that Bet Din got involved? So therefore, from the Mishnah, it sounds like that Menat Torah, Rabbi Shimon holds, it starts from the Yorshin before Bet Din, for whatever reason, Interceded. Behacha, but the bright that we just quoted above, 
Amar Mishel Sibur. So make up your mind, the Bishamon. Is it coming from Sibur like we just quoted you? Or is it like in the Mishnah that sounds like it comes from the Yorshi? So the Gemara makes an observation on this. Amar Bihiya Barba Velayautu Makshe. Isn't it a good question? Isn't that a good sira? Ata Rabbi Yaakov Baraha, Rabbi Abahu Beshem Rabbi Yohanan, Devar Torah Sheteh Bamina Sibur, Haiti Omer Yigbula, Hitkinu Sheteh Bamitrumata Leshka. So the Gemara is saying an interesting answer. There was never a Habamina uh, to say that it comes from Yorshi. Don't, don't think that. It was never Yorshi. It always was Menat Torah, according to the Bishim On, coming from the Sibur. The question is, who's the Sibur? So the Bishim On understood the Sibur is, you go around and collect the, from the people, Menat Torah. Tonight, Bedin came along and said, no, 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 don't collect. Take it from the Turmat HaDashkaha. So therefore, the Tanaib Betin was not to take away from your sheen and bring it to Tanaib Betin. It was Sibur. Always was Sibur. Bishwan was never contradicting himself. He always said that the new Minha will come from public monies. The question is, which type of public monies? So initially, his opinion was what? Go to the people, collect. We need money for the, uh, for the uh, what do you call it? For the, for the Minhat Habitin. And then they made it Tanaib Betin. And then they were worried, maybe not going to collect it, or people are not going to give to it. So they said, you know what? Turmat al-Lishka. Take it from the Shikalim, and they'll pay for it. So there's no stira in the Bishop. Rabbi Yosa Amar, Rabbi Yohanan Ba'eh. Okay, now a host of questions over here. Mahu, when the Mishnah came along and said that you have a Kohen Gadol that uh, he brought his Minhat Habitin in the morning, and then he died. Uh, so therefore... We said the second Kohen Gadol, he brings it not in half, he brings it whole. So the question is now, when we say he brings it whole, we're going to have a few, uh, few questions. Rabbi Yosa Amar Rabbi Yohanan Ba'eh, Mahu, Shilema B'Sha'arit, Shilema B'Na'arbayim, or Shilema B'Sha'arit, or Betila B'Na'arbayim. Question number one, does he bring it whole in the morning and in the afternoon? So basically he's bringing it twice whole? Or do we say no, he only brings it in the morning whole for the whole day? That's question number one. Once already you're bringing it whole, it's a different law, obviously. It's not the regular case of a, of a habitin. Habitin normally is ma'achutu ba'bukir, ma'achutu ba'erim. And they brought the book, you know? They brought the book going forward. Until they, til, til, til they, uh, til they get a new Kohen Gadol. Ah. Uh, so what do you do? You said it, it, it's brought, but it's brought shalem. Shalem what? Once a day? Or is it brought shalem? Twice, twice a day. Second question. Katehe peshitale. And if you're going to be poshet... And you're going to come along and say that what? It's got to be brought uh, in the morning and in the afternoon. Dikhtiv, minhat tamid. Let's say minhat tamid. It's got to be brought, you know, consistently, tamid, like in the morning and the afternoon. If you're going to go that way. Whole? Whole, right? lugin mahin. Which means uh, with the minha, there was oil. Now, there was altogether three log, one and a half in the morning and one and a half in the afternoon. So the question is going to be now, does the lugin also get doubled? I mean, you have to be three log with a minhatche lema in the morning and three lugin with a minhatche lema in the afternoon. Mahin. Shiloshet lugin shaharit, shiloshet lugin ben arbaim. 
או, לא, לא גומחסה שחרית, ולא גומחסה בין הערביים. Again, because when it comes to the מנחה, the Torah בפירוש says מנחת תמיד. So maybe only by the flower it's got to be doubled. But maybe not by the oil. We don't have a בפירוש פסוק that says you have to double the oil. We have a פסוק that says מנחת תמיד. The flower has got to be consistent, meaning בוקר and בין הערביים. But maybe it does not apply to the, to the oil. The Gemara has one more question לגבי this מנחה. אמר רבי חזקיה, אוף. Hada Sirikale, which is also can ask another question. Shne Kumsin Mahin, Shne Kumsin Bisharid, or Shne Kumsin Bina Arbaim, or Komet Sahat Bisharid, Komet Sahat Bina Arbaim. Each Minhat Habitin had a Komet, Komet of Levona in the morning and in the afternoon. So altogether they brought two Kumsim. Now the question is when you're bringing it whole, you bring two kumsim in the morning and two kumsim also in the afternoon. But you're doubling it basically, just like we doubled the uh, shi'ud of uh, the ifaham, we doubled maybe the oil, maybe you have to double the kumsim. Amar Abi Yosa, klum lamdu lekomets lo meminhat hoteh. We saw this once before. That where did we learn the shi'ud of kumets? From mincha. When a sinner has to bring a korban, so it has to be not a less than the shi'ud. You have to put the shi'ud of comets in it, which is what? The, uh, the libona. The law is that any time you double the minha, you double the comets. There's a rule. So therefore, if you're doubling the minha here, meaning because you're doing it instead of half of the asri ta'ifa, you're doing it the whole. So therefore, you're doing the whole. Look how right. The rule is... It goes according to the flower. So if you're doing double the flower, you got to do double the, double the amount of levona. So the Gemara says, no, that's not so pashut over here. Okay, how do you read this? Basically, I'll read the, the parentheses. Mataman which means the Gemara is saying that even in the case of Minhat Hoteh, it's not pashut, that that's the law. That you have to double up on, uh, on levona. So that was a safik. That do we, even though the mincha is double, does that mean the comments is on? Don't bring me from minchat hoteh, because that itself is questionable. Amar bi haskiya. Oh, so the Kabbalah comes along and says, wait. Klum lamdu sheloshet lugim lo metamid shel ben ha'arbayim. Hold Where did we learn sheloshet lugin of oil? We learned it from the Tamid Shelben Ha'arbayim, which means um, that whenever you have, let's say, a minha that has the shiur of a minha, how much oil goes in it? Uh, three lugin. So just like you learned from Ben Ha'arbayim, the shiur of oil, ma'alalan shloshet lugin, afkan shloshet lugin. So I mean, just like you want, you wanted to bring a ra'ayah from Minhat Hoteh, and you wanted to say, well, listen, Minhat Hoteh tells us that... Whenever you have a shi'ud of minha, it's got to come with a comment. And here you have a double shi'ud. So you want to say it's got to come with double comments. So wait, if that's your question, you shouldn't have a question about shloshet lugin. Because the shloshet lugin of oil, where'd you learn it from? From Tamid Shabin Arbaim. And there the rule is that for every minha shi'ud, you have to put three lugin. And say, since you have a double shi'ud, look how you'd have to put three in each one. And you still have a sabik. So obviously you're not going with that. Because... 
if you were going with that line of reason, you would not have a question by Shlotzilugin. Madan Shlotzilugin per mincha afkan Shlotzilugin umataman sidichinle. But Obi is still asking. I mean, the Bialan still asking. Do you have to put Shlotzilugin per mincha, or is it one and a half? So therefore, just like you have the sefik of the, even though you knew the mekor was uh, olat the olah, the minhat olah, so to obey, even though we know about minhat choteh, we still have the same question, the gabe, the shtekum sin. And that's it. Gemara leaves it in the bands. Okay, now we said in the Mishnah, on the para aduma, remember we said that one of the tenai bedins of para aduma is, is that there's no me'ilah by the efer. Even though we said it belongs to Hekdesh, and it belongs to Hekdesh, it's subject to me'ilah, but the rabbis remove the me'ilah from it. Uh, Amazing. Nachamim can be oker, the kedusha from it, that is not going to be me'ilah. Even though in the Torah, it is me'ilah. Ve'ha'tani. The Gemara says, wait, we don't have to write that by Paradumah. Hatat. It calls it a hatat. Like a hatat. But what do you mo'il in the, in the Torah? On the Parah itself. But not in the effort. So how can you tell me that in the Torah, there's me'ilah in the effort? No, there's no me'ilah in the effort. There's only me'ilah in the... Para per se, hatat he, he velo efra. So Gemara says, Amar biabahu parishona you mishtakshikin ba. Taklin, I think, learns mezalzelin. That originally the Kohanim, they, uh, they were uh, treated the efra para lightly. They didn't treat it with the right respect. What were they doing with it? Benotnin ota. Al gabem makotehem, which means mina Torah the effort is not subject to meila. So what were the Quranim doing? It's beauty to have ashes over here. In those days, they understood that putting ash on a makah was medicinal. Any ash? I'm saying they're going right to the. Why not? You have ashes here. What's the difference? Well, is it a single thing? No, 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 It's a medicinal item. It's millions of pounds. but it's inconvenient. It's convenient. So they were taking the ashes and they were putting it on the, on the makot. So therefore, So the rabbis made a gezerah midrabanan that it should be me'ilah, so they won't do it. Go take other ashes. We like you said, it's expensive stuff. We don't want, you're going to end up using it for your makot. We're going to lose it out for the people. Now, once already uh, the Kohanim got used to not using para aduma for the makot, meaning the gather was made and it was done correct, so they went back and they said, like the Torah law, there's no me'ilah. So there were stages. Initially, in the Torah, there's no me'ilah by the effort. And then what? The rabbis put an injunction of me'ilah temporarily, just in order to get them away from using it. And then once they got used to not using it, to mean the get it was done, then already they went back to saying it's not going to be subject to me'ilah. That was the history of how that worked. We learned the Mishnah that when it comes to kinim that are pisulot, either the birds were pisulot, or either the money uh, was not uh, put in the box, 
Remember, we learned a couple of cases where the monies of the kinim were found by uh, closer to another box, so it doesn't go into the kinim box, even though it's a safek. So we say, who's going to pay for the uh, for the birds that should have been brought? Because this lady, she put her money in the box, so she's expecting that the korban can be brought. Now they became pasu. She doesn't know they became pasu. Well, she doesn't know what happened. She's relying on eating kadashim that night. So we said, who pays for it? Malokit. Either Sibur pays for it, or the Biyose said the uh, the seller, meaning the guy who supplies, the supplier who supplies the bit of Mikdash with Kenim, he's got he's to pay for it. And if you remember the Gemara, I'm just going to quote a Gemara that we learned earlier. The Gemara learned earlier that in the case where, let's say, the money fell out of the Kenim, money was in between the Kenim box and another box. So we say... You put that money in the closest box. If it's if it's uh, 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 even in midway, 50-50, you don't put it in the kinim box. You put that money in the other box. The problem is, if it was kinim, that lady is not getting kapara because you put that money in the other box. So the Gemara asked, That lady, with what is she mitkaperet? And the Gebarah says, I'm going to be, it's like tonight, Betin, who I'm going to sepik at the kinim, the supplier of the kinim, who I'm going to sepik at the pislot veta of dot. So therefore, don't worry, she'll get something taken care of. The, the supplier, they tell him, listen, we had a couple of uh, coins here that got mixed up. We had to put it in the other box. So we need you to supply us with two, uh, two birds in order to mechaper for that uh, such and such lady. Adran, alach, perek, maot, shenim, seu. Now we start the last pedic, pedic shimini of the Maseket, and we start with a Mishnah. Kol harukin hanimsa'in birushalayim tehorin. Okay? Saliva that is found in Yerushalayim tehorin. We don't have to assume that it came from a Zav or a Zavah. These people, their saliva is abatum'ah. And therefore, hachamim were not gozer in Yerushalayim, that when you come in contact with rock, you can assume the rock is taor. Hutz, Michel shuka alyon. The upper shuk, we'll see why, even though it's in Jerusalem, there they made a gezerah, if you get uh, hit by the saliva, or touched by the saliva in shuka alyon, tameh. We'll see why. Devrei Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yoseh Omer, uh, he makes it a little different. He says, in Jerusalem, there's also times where rock is going to be tameh. Depends when. Either it's on all year long or on the regalim. So we're going to see. Bish'ar kod yemot shana, not on the holidays, in the regular year, she'be'emsa teme'in. If you find rock in the middle of the street, that rock is going to be tameh. You know Why? Because during the rest of the year, not on the holidays, the Timi'im would walk in the middle of the street. So therefore, you're worried that that rock over there could be from the Timi'im. The Tehorim people, they would walk on the sides because they were the minority. So they would be walking on the sidewalk, on the, on the sidelines, and the Timi'im would walk in the public, in the, in the middle of the street. So the rule is, during the regular times of the year, not on the Hagim, where the Timi'im have the right of uh, passage in the middle of the road, Middle of the road, rock tameh. Side road, tahor. However, on the holidays, it's different. where the teorim are in control, because most of the people are teorim when they come up for the regel. So then, shebeem sa teorim, because they walk in the middle of the road. They should be sedim to beim. 
But the guys on the side, those are the Tamer guys. So therefore, if you come in contact with the rock on the side of the road, that's the rule. The minority uh, uh, group gets pushed to the side. So that's uh, the opinion of Rabbi Yosef. Arguing on, by the way, Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir made it cut and dry. All rock in Yerushalayim is Tahor, except Shukal Yon. I don't care, Hagim, not Hagim, middle of the road, side of the road, easy. The Biosei already makes Ailuk, middle of the road during the rest of the year, and so on and so on. And the Gemara will discuss these things. Kola Kirim and Imsim Yerushalayim. Okay, now you find Kirim in Yerushalayim. Now, the Kirim, they would dip them in the Mikveh. The Mikveh, the Mikveh that they had in those days, had uh, a two way uh, entrance exit. You went down to the mikveh with your keli to dip it. After you dipped it, you went up the other way. So the Mishnah is going to say, let's say you found a keli in Yerushalayim, and you found it on the way down to the mikveh. So you could assume that since you found it on the way down, it's tameh. But if you found it on the other, on the exit, so then you could assume that it was dipped already, and it's tahor. So Mishnah is called a keli in Yerushalayim. Derech yirida if you found it on the way down to Beta Tavila, then the assumption is what? Timi'im. How did it get there? The guy dropped it. But if you found it on the way up from the Mikveh, Teorim. Because it's a different uh, access. The access for Yirida is not the access of Aliyah. If it was the same access, you'd have a Safik. <laughs> if they use the same. Uh, uh, steps to go down and up, and you found it on the step, you don't know if you found it on the way up from the way or going down to the mikveh. But here, since it's an entrance exit, it's, it's clear that this was dropped before he went into the mikveh, therefore it's tameh, and this was dropped after he came out of the mikveh, and therefore it's tahor. That's the words of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yosegan argues. Rabbi Yosegan kulan tehorin. Why? Because lo gazru al-kelim birushalayim. Even if you found it, derech, Yirida, okay, which means it's no proof. Can it? You have to say no. Uh, I'll tell you. It could be he was bringing down other kelim to dip, and he put this tahor one down, and he left it on the on the on, on the uh, on, on the steps going down. But it was dipped already, so they don't have to worry about it. So he's bringing the tahor kelim with him. Right, he really told Kelly that. This is Kelly. He doesn't want to leave it in, the, in, the, in his car. He came down, he put, he's grabbing. But I was dipped already. That's, that's the way they want to say. Okay, except there's certain Kelim that don't have this uh, leniency. Hutz, Minasal, I guess what's that, a basket. Vehamagrefa. What is Magrefa? Shovel. Vehameritza. Hammer. Okay, hammer. Uh, these are all used in the cemetery. All the uh, vessels that are used to dig and make the stone and all that. So they were those kelim have azaka of tum'ah. So even if they're found in Yerushalayim, they're going to be uh, they're going to be uh, tameh. I'm assuming they're only going to be tameh when you find them on the way down. On the way down from the mikveh, not on the way up. Even on the way up, uh, you're right, but I, I found them on the way up from the big grave. I didn't see that, but I'm assuming it. Do I have a consensus? Hmm? 
I show hands. Now, what do you say? You say it's that says don't take a chance. He wants to be Okay, so it's a Bobby Abendrari. That's it. Sakin. Shinnim said, that's the Biyose. The Biyose. Right, the Bimi'ir goes up and down. The Biyose says, it doesn't matter. The Biyose, everything's starting to do, except these Kelim that are designated for the cemetery. No, going down for sure. I'm, I'm saying that maybe going up, even these Kelim for the cemetery should be okay. But they're there. He's more Mikhail. They're there. Yeah, but he's Mahmir on these items. He's Mahmir on these items going down to the Mikveh. And going and, and anyway, you find them in Yerushalayim. These kelim are going to be to meim. That's that's for sure. But I'm just saying these kelim. Where was could there be meir? Right. The be meir made the chiduk between where you found them going down or going up, which we understand why. And the be Yosef comes along and says, "Call the kelim should be Yerushalayim." Teorim, I don't care if you found them going down, except for these undertaker uh, items. So I say, what, going down? Or up. Or up, okay. That's my Sefeq. But once he holds, we don't worry about Sefeq. Obviously, going up at minimum is a Sefeq. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And you find, you find a Qumran in him then. Because he's going to say that, what he, because according to Qumran, right. <laughs> those are Tahor if you're on the way up. Right. So that, that's, my, uh, my point is, you see the Biyosir so lenient. Right. And now you're going to come along and tell you me found that you found a humrah, that but when you went to the way up these kalim are more strict than that. Then he would argue with him in the ear. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, Sakin. Now let's go to discuss something else. The knife that you used to slaughter Korban Pesach. You found it Shinimsid Ba'arba'asar. You see the knife? You don't know if the knife is Tahor or not. The assumption is what? Shohet Ba'am Miyad. Let's discuss why. <clears throat> For a knife that becomes tamer, it needs to be dipped in the mikveh, and then it also needs what's called ha'erev shemesh. It's got to wait until nightfall. So therefore, on the 14th, if you find a knife, you could assume that the guy dipped it on the 13th. Nightfall came, and now it's good. Now, a guy's not going to leave his knife to dip on the 14th because the 14th is not going to be ready for Kurban Pesach. The rule is that when a keli becomes tamer, it's got to have ve'erev shemesh. Yeah. It's like a tibulyom. What about the keli we dip now? We're not talking about that. We're not talking about tibulyat keli as a new keli. This tum'ah. Tum'ah. Just like with tibulyom, a guy is also like a keli. He's got to wait until Dresh Berachot. In any event, so you could assume that what? You assume that he dipped it on 13th. He had the Arab Shemesh. The 14th is okay. So again, Sakin Shinim Sit Ba'arba Asar. Shu'id Bamiyad. You could make Shu'id right away, assuming that it was dipped. Now, Bishkosha Asar, Shune Umatir. But if you found it on the 13th, you have to dip it again, which means you might have to dip it again. It's true the guy might have dipped it already on the 13th, but you don't know. Because he still has time on the 13th to dip it. So therefore, you don't know if he dipped it yet. So therefore, play it safe, because he still has time to dip it. It's still the day. So therefore, if you found it on the 13th, dip it again. Meaning, meaning maybe you'll have to dip it again. Maybe it was never dipped. It was never dipped, and for sure. But it's saying, even on the side, you don't know. Could be dipped it. But even on that side, could be didn't. So therefore, just dip it again, and therefore, you have no problems. 
As my guest, that's where we would have this. Bishlosha Asad, Shneo Madbir. Kofits. Okay, now what's the kofits? Kofits is like the, uh, the axe. Cleaver. Now the cleaver, you don't use for shaita, I would use to cut bones. Now you don't need that for Qurban Pesach because you're not allowed to cut bones of Qurban Pesach. But you would need it for the other Qurbanot. Let's say the Hagiga and all the other Qurbanot as well. So the law is like this. Kofits, baze u baze. Whether you found it on the 14th or whether you found it on the 13th, shone u madbir. Exactly, because even if you found it on the 14th, it's not going to be uh, a sum tahor because he, didn't, he doesn't need it on the 14th. So therefore, if you found the kofits on the 14th, you don't say, well, he must have dipped it on the 13th, so it'll be ready for the 14th. He doesn't need it for the 14th. It's like the he needs it for the 15th. So therefore, like when you exactly, so when you find it on the fourteenth, you have to assume that what it's not dip. Dip it on the fourteenth; it'll be ready by the fourteenth of night. So you can use it for the fifteenth for the giga and for the other korbanot. So the kofits has unless hal arba saliot be shabbat. We got it this year. The fourteenth erepesah that is fell out on Shabbat. Shochet ba miyad. Then you could use the kofits immediately. Why are you allowed to use the kofits immediately? Because you're not allowed to dip on Shabbat. So therefore, you need this kofits for the 15th. So therefore, you must have dipped it on the 13th. Meaning the person who lost it must That's have right. dipped it. That's right. The person, this kofits had an owner. You found it. So it must have been dipped. On the 13th, because he needs it for the 15th. Normally, which, what do you mean? Dip it on the 14th. Ah. No, this is Shabbat. So therefore, he could not dip it on Shabbat, and he knows he needs it for tomorrow, the 15th, for his Qurban, Hagiga. He doesn't need it for Pesach. He needs it for Qurban, Hagiga to cut the bones. So therefore, you can assume he dipped it on the 13th. Levant him. Okay, beautiful. That's the Mishnah. One more point. Bahamisha Asar. Now, if let's say you found the Kofits, this, what are they calling a cleaver? On the uh, on the fifteenth, shochet ba miyad, okay, because he needs it. So when you find it on the fifteenth, you can assume he dipped it on the fourteenth, mm-hmm. and therefore you have erev shemesh, and you're okay. Nimsa kishural sakin, hadei kisakin bekadush. If you found, let's say, the sakin and the cleaver on the same hook, on the same ring, they they connected. So then you assume that the kofits has the deen of the sakin. And just like a sakin that you find on the 14th, you assume is tahor, you assume the kofits also, since he put it together, was dipped with it. Normally we said you find the kofits on the 14th, it's no good. It's no good. Kofits on the 14th. Why? Because we say the kofits doesn't need it. He'll dip it on the 14th to get a shemesh for tomorrow. However, if the sakin is attached to it, just like the sakin that you find on the 14th is okay, the kofit goes with it. Not everybody's going to agree with that. We're going to see this in the Gemara, but that's what the Mishnah says. Gemara, Rabbi Avin, Beshem Rabbi Yoshua ben Nebi, Katsran Shinnokrim Ayashah. Go back to the beginning of the Mishnah. Rok. The rocks, the salivas in Yerushalayim, were tehorim, according to the Bimi'ir, except 
What happened in Shuk Alyon? The Gemara says there was non-Jewish launderers over there. That was the laundromat. And the Goyim were doing it. So what's the problem? Hachamim made a gezerah on the rock of a Goy that's like a Zav. And therefore, if you're in Shuk Alyon, you're worried about the Goyim, not the Zavim. And therefore, you're worried about the Shuk That's where the launderers of Goyim were. That's shock. I'm sorry, the rock. 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 What's an arod? A mule? Donkey. Wild donkey. Okay, wild donkey. They used to kill wild donkeys in order to feed them to the lions of the king. The king had lions, either for protection or for whatever it is. So therefore they had to feed these lions. So the green would go kill these donkeys and go throw them to the lions of the king. When the pilgrims would come up to Yerushalayim, they were knee high in blood from the blood of these donkeys that the Goyim were killing. They came to the Achamim and they wanted to know does the dam of a nevela does it metameh? They didn't, uh, they didn't say anything. There's no question the Torah says the basar of a nevela is metameh. But the Torah doesn't talk about the blood. So they had a she'elah. We didn't touch the basar of the nebelah. We touched the dam. They're going up to Yerushalayim for the pilgrimage of the holidays. So the question was, are we tamay or not? So the Gemara says, there's a parenthesis there. So we'll go right to Rabbi Simon. Rabbi Simon b'shem Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. Ma'aseh. Bepirda mishel bet Rabbi Shemeta. Another story. A pirda, that's, that's the mule. Of Rabbi's house, the died. Betiharu etameha mishum nevela. And the and says, Rabotai, the dam, if anybody came in contact with the dam, tahor. It's not like the basar. Rabbi el azar sha'il le Rabbi Simon. Now he asked the question to Rabbi Simon, ad kama. So, which means, how much blood? Which means, you tell me no matter how much blood you came in contact with, or maybe there's a shi'ur. So the Gemara comes along and says, Velo agibe. He didn't answer him. He did not answer him. We know that the basar of the nevela is metameh bekezayet. So maybe when they said the dam is tahor, maybe they meant up to a certain shi'ur. But maybe after a certain shi'ur, which we'll see why, maybe it's tameh. Lo agibe. He didn't answer Sha'al, so Rabbi Lazar went and asked Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, same question. Mm-hmm. He gave a shi'ur. Rabbi Eid plus is tameh. Why? Because when it congeals, it'll become the size of a kezayah, which is the shi'ur of basar. So therefore, it's two different shi'urim, but it gets to the same, to the same kezayah at the end of the day. That was Rabbi Yoshua's hidush. Uh, so now... Rabbi Al-Azah was upset at Rabbi Simon. They didn't answer him. I asked you a question, he didn't answer me. Mm-hmm. Now Rabbi Simon's going to defend himself. 
I say, listen, the reason why I didn't answer you is I was preoccupied. What was I preoccupied with? Making a living. There's an amazing Gemara, which we saw already, mm-hmm. that you see how uh, much learning needs a clear mind in order to come to the right conclusion. If somebody has even the smallest preoccupation to pay a bill or to worry about uh, what he's going to eat tomorrow, and that's somewhere in his brain, then already you don't have the clarity or the peace of mind to answer Halakha. So basically, the Simon's going to say, hey, listen, uh, I'm trying to make a living over here. My mind was not uh, clear to... Rabbi Bai Abayativ Matne Hadden Uvda. Rabbi Bai had the story with the Pirdav Rabbi that died. Amalir Bitzagba Bisna. So they went to Rabbi Bai and they said, Adri Bi'it Tahor, Biyotr Miken Tamen. They said, the rule is, uh, or he asked them, is it Adri Bi'it? Is that, is that the law? Meaning, until Rabbi'it Tahor, more than Rabbi'it Tameh, Uba'at Be. Rabbi Bai, he sent the boys, don't ask me these questions. Not Rabbi Simon, this is Rabbi Bai's story. He's, Rabbi Bai sent him away. He said, don't ask me these questions now. Does that deserve a beita? Here's a good What did you send him away for? Rabbi Bai says, I don't have Yeshu Vada'at. I'm uh, trying to make Parnasa. The Amar Rabbi Hanin, by the Kilalot in Kitabu. Your life is going to be hanging in the balance. What does that mean? It's an amazing thing. The guy has enough wheat for the year. That guy already, it's a curse. Because he doesn't have a field. guy has a field, that's it. He has a field, he knows his panasa. But you don't have a fear. You have storage for a year. If this guy has money in the bank for a year, and you're not saying that's a curse already because he doesn't know what's going to be next year. What's going to be... Uh... That is the worst case. You're going to have stress and fear night and day. This is where a guy has a little money and he has to buy uh, a little wheat at a time. Uh, so therefore he's buying wheat on a daily basis. And uh, he's worried that what? Uh, today he has some money, but maybe he's not going to have money tomorrow. So if he's always worried and run out of money, he's not going to be after Panasa. It's worse. He's not going to have any, any trust in his life. That's a guy that buys fresh bread every day from the baker. He lives day to day. He has money, he goes to the baker and says, bread. He doesn't know what tomorrow is going to bring. He says, he said, if he says, and I'm, I'm one of those guys, I, I rely on the baker. And therefore, my mind is, how am I going to feed my family? How am I going to eat? So therefore, when he asked me this question, get out of here. I'm trying to... Okay. Ma'kedon, meaning, this would be like, uh, uh, in, the, in the Babli, right? when, they, when, they, when the Babli wants to know that at the end of a suga. Right? My have Allah. What's the uh, what's the halakha? So he says, my kedon. Heid Rabbi Yoshua ben Petora al dam nevelot shutahor. Oh, smashma Rabbi Yoshua ben Petora said, "Taun legamre, dam legamre even more than nevi'it." Maut tahor. Oh, wait, what maut tahor? We just said nevi'it. Taun tahor. Taun me lehakshir, which means 
there's a different type of tumah that's called hechsher tumah. Blood is one of the seven hechsherim, uh, liquids. That if blood falls on a fruit, let's say, it prepares it or makes it susceptible now to receive tumah, but not dam nevela. It's only called dam of a uh, kishera. Uh, so therefore, it's tahor, when the Mewish Meturah said tahor, he meant dobel achshir. But it has tum'ah. Taman taninan, we learned the Masechet Makhshirin. Dama sheretz, kibsaro metameh. The blood of a sheretz is metameh like its flesh. Ve'eno makhshir, but it's not makhshir. Ve'en lanu kayotsebo. We don't have anything like that that's not makhshir, but it is metameh. What do you mean we don't have anything like that? Dam nevela. That's the Gemara's question. You told me dam sheretz is the exception. It's not machshir, but damo kipsaro. What do you mean? That's exactly what dam nevela is. It's not machshir, but damo kipsaro. So the Gemara says, "The enlan kayotzebo kishiur tumato, aval damo metameh kipsaro." We meant to say sheretz is the exception because. It's metameh it's basar, as well as its blood. The blood and the basar have the same shi'ur. And that you don't find anywhere. Because by dam nevela, the basar is kezayit, and the dam is nevi'it. So that's what makes it exceptional. Now, even though the nevi'it is because kezayit, but it's the shi'ur. Mashi'ekim by the sheritz, it's adasha, adasha. So odd palm. Dam sheretz and dam nevela both share the same rule. Not machshir, ye metameh dam. So what makes dam sheretz unique? What makes it unique is the shoot of dam and shoot of basar are equal. Ka'adasha, ka'adasha. Where is dam nevela is revi'it and its basar is kezayit. So but kezayit and revi'it are the same. Just no, they're not. It's not. If it congeals, it'll become a kezayit, but it's a different shiur. If the dam of a kadasha congeals, it'll be less than a kadasha. So, what's a kezayit that they are liquids? In other words, liquid is more. Liquid so is, you, what, don't, you don't what, measure. It's not, it's not, there's no, it's not, it's a liquid blood. It's a liquid measure. Right. You're saying, why do you get the eat? Right. The point is, it's not like a sheretz, because the sheretz, if you're saying it's kadasha, when it dries, it's going to be Tower. less than a basar. Right. So according to this, the, the people were walking the blood in the, so they were tameh. Yes. Yes, yes, because if they came in contact, yes. I'm assuming they, yes. They didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't know. It says over here, Velo Amru Lem Davar. Sounds like it's okay. Mm-hmm. Some going up to the bedroom. It does sound like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Unless you say, Let's just say he, he brings over here from the Masechet Nevela who Abatuma. Okay, we know that over there. Dam Nevela Nehleku Tanaim. Here it is. Bet Shammai says Dam Nevela Tahor. Udar Betilel Tameh. 
like it says in Mishnah and Iduyot, which we're going to see now. Right. Just let me go back to see what they did with the story over here. Unless, unless they took the other girsa that held that Betelel was the lenient one. There's a different, there's a different uh, girsa that Betelel is the lenient one, as he brings here. He holds like that, Rabbi Yeshua's testimony, and not Rabbi Makshirin, Rabbi complete. Okay, now we're taking the Rambam. So now he comes along and says, Amar Rabbi Yoseh, and here's, by the way, the bottom line, the Gabbai, the Mahloket, Peligi Ba'at Tere Amorain, Had Amar Tameh, meaning Tameh Berbi'it. That's the shita, which means the opinion that says Tameh must be the Yehuda. Because the Yehuda was the rabbi, as we're going to see, in the Ben Wakadosh's house. He would answer all the questions in the Ben Wakadosh's house. He was like the Kosek of the house. And remember, it was the B that his mule was uh, died and there was blood. And they came to the Bihuda probably. And what did he say? Tahor up to it to be eat. So therefore you see, must be, he's the opinion in Eduyot that says that more than it be eat tameh. It makes sense because he was the rabbi of the Ben Wakadosh's house. Amar of abduma diminnihuta biyaut. The Bihuda moraina the benisiyahaba. The Bihuda was the posek of the benisiyah. And therefore the case happened in the benisiyah. And he was the one that said what? Tahor up until the Bi'it. That must be the Bi'udah, but it makes sense what you're saying. But you do have an opinion of the Bi'udah Shom and Petorah that says Tahor. Review that's an Eduyot. Mm-hmm. So usually Eduyot is Halakha. Okay. So I'm saying we have the. the, the that maybe that's our saying. tradition for, for, for oh, us. Okay. Fine. So he says over here, Menamase Shuval de Mala, Benokrim, Shayu Noharim. Anudot, Bilsham, you are letting Karim Shakim Damas go to Mashma, Shedam Nevidot Tahor. That's, I guess, the same rabbi. And therefore, they're relying on that opinion. They asked the right rabbi, they asked the lenient rabbi, and he gave them the right Okay, but we have clarity on that. Don't go further. How can this go further? Call it a king. How much is it? Hmm? 
that we found in Yerushalayim, we said it's Tahor. That's Rabbi Meir. How could you tell me in the Mishnah that Shukah Alyon is a problem? Shukah Alyon was in Yerushalayim. So you're so dead. You just told me everything in Yerushalayim is what? Tahor. You tell me Shukah Alyon? We learned it already. Rabbi Abim, Bishop Rabbi Yosef, and Rabbi Katsran, Chenokim Yasham. That's where the Goyim The Goyim had their launderers over there. And we go there on the rock of the Goyim. And therefore, that's why we made an exception of Shu, Ka'el, Yon. Mish'ad, Yemot, Shana. So now we go according to the opinion of Rabbi Yosef. What's Rabbi Yosef? Mish'ad, Yemot, Shana, Hatimi'in, Malkin, Shibolet. Shibolet means the middle of the street. Vatorim, Malkin, Minatzad. And the Torim would walk on the side. But Tim'im Malkim Stam. The Tim'im would not even warn anybody. Because it was known. You walk in the middle of the street during the year, you're Tameh. So they didn't even say, hey, we're Tameh, beware. Now, Ve'at-Teorim Omrim Laim Peroshu. And the Teorim would scream at them, hey, keep away from us. They knew they were Tameh. Bishatareghel is the opposite. The Teorim Malkim Shibolet. They would walk in the middle of the street, the Teorim. But Tim'im Malkim Natsad. And Tim'im would walk on the side. And had teorin malchim stam. The two doesn't say anything. We know they're taol, and therefore, but temim omrim laem peroshu. The temim would tell the teorin keep away from us. <laughs> they, they, they were the underdog, wow. <laughs> so therefore they had to. They were they had to mudeh. Uh, during the year they were in the middle of the street. Have to say nothing. But the shaking during the holidays they were on the side, and the teorin were walking in the middle of the road, so they would have to tell the teorin peroshu keep away from us. Bechol akedim nimsayim bo. So we learned in the Mishnah that any, according to the first opinion, any was that to be Meir, any kilim that were found going down to the Megveh Atahor, any kilim going up to the, sorry, going down to the Megveh Tameh, going up to the Megveh, from out of the Megveh Tahor. Lo ken amar b'yavu shem yuhanat, lo gazu ala kilim shem yuhanat. Don't we have a rule that says, tam kilim yuhanat tehorim? Yomana answers, mekevan shem su derech yiridah lebetetebilam, na'asu akayah. This is mukhah. You're right. If you found them in the middle of the street in Yerushalayim, Tahor. But here you found them on the way down to the Mikveh. That's Mukhah. There's a Hukhaha that takes away the Hazakah of the Yerushalayim. Abba Shaul Ayakore Otan Sipurin. Okay, take the semantics. Rabbi Yosef said, all Kirim in Yerushalayim are Torah except the Kirim that are used for the cemetery. And one of the Kirim that was used was called. The Meritza. But Rabbi Abba Shaul would call the Meritza a Tziporin. Different name for it. Man dama Tziporin, she had the millet Tziporin, because it was sharp, like a nail, like a fingernail that's sharp. So therefore they called it Tziporin. Man dama Meritza, shu Meritza et even the better kivarot. It's with push, it's with the rocks. So you wanted to bring the rock, the stone, to the kivet. So we call it a Meritza. It pushes it. To the uh, push of the rock to the bit of kibarot. Okay. Kofits. What do we say in the Mishnah? If you had the kofits that was tied to the sakin, our Mishnah believed that the kofits follows the leniency of the sakin. Tani has sakin kishurala harezu kemota. Oh, according to this version, Adraba, the sakin follows the kofits. Oh. And then when the kofits is tamen, the sakin is tamen. So we have a mahlok between. The Brayta and our Mishnah. And now we get to the next Mishnah. 
פרוכת שנטמאת בבלד הטומאה. אוקיי, זה היה פרוכת בבית המקדש. The curtain. It became טמא בבלד הטומאה. אצל משכין דלה ראשון. No way. ראשון is not מטמא כלים מן התורה. אב is מטמא. ראשון is מטמא אוכלין ומשכין מן התורה. So that means if a ראשון touch the פרוכת, the טומאה of the פרוכת is only מדרבנן. Okay? Now you have to purify with Rabbanah. So what's the deen? You're allowed to bring it to the Mekveh in the Azara. Because since it's not Tamim in the Torah, it's not a problem of bringing Kelim to be into the Azara. There's a Mekveh in the Azara. So since the whole Tumah of this Paruch is Rabbanah, you could use the Azara Mekveh. No problem. Furthermore, if you dipped it outside, let's say, which is not a problem, You can bring it into the Azara miyad and you don't have to wait for Erev Shemesh. Because when the Torah doesn't need the Mikveh Bechlal. So there was two dinim. Number one, you can use the Azara's Mikveh. And number two, you don't need the Erev Shemesh for this Tebila. What, what would be the problem of using the Azara's Mikveh? You know, to bring Kelim to Mimit to the Azara. Then you have to get out. You gotta get out, you gotta take it out. Oh, this is the parochets that are outside. It's not talking about the parochets. The parochets, the parochets that became Tameh. That's already there. So you take it out. Yeah, right you have to take it out right away. No, you have to take it out. You can't leave it in the Azara. Take it out and dip it outside. And that's the next line of the Mishnah. The next line is, Let's say it became Tamir with an Av. Now it's a Rishon. Min Torah. Asher, it's touched it. Whatever. So the law is, Now you need Shiluach Bet HaMikdash. You've got to send it out. You dip it in the out, out of Mikveh. Now you have to, Baha'i, you have to, Let it dry. So they spread it out in the Ha'il. That's not a Bayit area. That does not have the Kedusha of the Azara. And then what? When it dries, by then you'll have Erev Shemesh. You can bring it back in. Mepneh, she's Sidicha, Erev Shemesh. Now, Imaita Hadashar is a beauty. If it was a new one, see, new one, as we've seen in the Gemara, the parochah was very, very exquisite. So if you have a new one, you want to show it off to the people. So you want to show them that their money is going for good things. So you'll get them to sponsor uh, another parochet. So what do you do? Shotrin al gaga itzteba. They display it on the roof of the itzteba. You want to show it off. Everybody wants to say, what do we do with all this money we gave to the Beit HaMikdash? So it's a new one. They put another thing over there. So the next time when they come collect for the parochet, the people will see how beautiful it is, and therefore they'll be... Uh, Otherwise they never saw it. Who saw it? Huh? No one else would have seen it. Only right, the right, right. Going to the right. Exactly. So that's why it. you have a chance to show off a new one. Put it on the uh, put it on the roof, right? Rabbi Shimon ben Asegan parochet of Yatefa. The thickness of it was a tefa, a thick, right? Al shivim ushtaim nimin neereget. Okay, and it's seventy uh, two. Uh, what do they call it? Okay. No, no, that's not going to thickness. It's going to no, cross. Now, the alcohol nima vinima is seen by Bahotin. Wow. You know how our seat is, each string is, is eight? It's kaful shimona. This is kaful 24. Shazu 24. So each string is thick. It's 24. Right, it's like a rope. And you can see in the Gemara, there's different opinions, even more than 24. It's 40 amah long. Tremendous, 80 feet. 
Okay, so it's 40 by 20. I guess that's the, the shoot of the, the Hechal, whatever. Yeah. 800, 820,000 dinares I have. Wow, that's how much it costs. 800, I don't know how much a dinar is, but it sounds like a lot of money. So these are 40 by 20 ammo, which is the same size as the Hechal. Height and width. But where was this? Separating the Kodesh to the Kodesh Kodesh. Oh, oh, so, so Rabbi, there, there's, the a different, there's a different she told because it doesn't say dinar. It says, someone says 820,000 threads. Oh, he says, okay, he's, he's going yeah, with, the, with, the, with the gold. Yeah. Good, yeah. He's going with the gold. Osim wow, and they made two every year. Two a year. Why they made two a year? Because it was two of them. So they switch it every year. Like you do here. Right, one for, one for, uh, no, no, no. they made a new one, they made a new one. so heavy, you need 300 kohanim to carry it and to put it in the mikveh, the ocean, top of the mikveh. Okay, the Gemara is going to say that that might have been a guzma, but we'll see. Now the Gemara says, how much was each thread shazud? So Amishnah said 24. So the Gemara is going to give different opinions. Ilu amar hut. If the Torah just would have said hut, then it's ehad. It's one small thread. Kaful would mean what? Double. Shnaim. Shazur would be double of that. The word shazur would be double of three. What's double of? No. Triple. Would be triple. Which would be what? Shlosha. Moshzar would be double of that. Shazur would be three. Moshzar, these are all words of threads, would be what? Six. The shisha. Good. Now you have arba. Because she had four threads in each one. Techelet, Argaman, Tola Achani, Veshesh. So it's basically four threads, each one by six. So that's how you got 24. Each string was Kaful Shisha. But you have four different strings. So therefore, altogether, in each uh, rope, it's 24. Four times six. That's one opinion. Tane, shiloshim ushtayim. Some say, no, it wasn't 24, it was 32. How'd you get that? Idu echad. Kaful, shnayim. Shazur. So shazur is double two, not three. So therefore you get to four. Mozar doubles that. Eight. Eight times four, because you got the four different uh, threads. Arba, mikan, telatin, utred. 32. Next opinion, Tana Arba'im Ushmuna. Okay, 48. How do you start? Idu Amarhut Echad. Kaful Shnaim. Now here's an extra word. If it's a Kili'ah, so Kili'ah would make it three. Shazud doubles the Kili'ah to six, but the Torah actually says Mozar. Mozar, which would be 12. Shenem Asar times four. Arba'a. Mikan Arba'im Utmanya. Okay, now we have a stira in the Pesukim. What Pesuk refers to the um, the curtain when they made it? Ma'asir Rokim. Called Ma'asir Rokim. 
וכתוב אחד אומר מעשה חושב. מעשה רוקם פרצוף אחד. מעשה חושב שני פרצופות. It seems, like Rashi says in the Chumash, on these פרוחיות, there was images of animals on them. There's significant images on them. So there's, מעשה רוקם would mean that the image would only be on one side. would mean the images were on both sides. Now, what images were there? We don't really know. The Gemara is going to give a mashal. But take the mashal, but we don't know if these images were actually on the paroch. Rabbi Yudavar ibn Hamyahad Amar, Ma'asir Okim, Ari Mikan, Vehalak Mikan. A line on one side, the mashal. And on the other side, blank. That would be Ma'asir Okim. When it says Ma'asir Choshev, Ari Mikan, Vari Mikan. That means it went both sides. The Harna Amar, Harna means Aharim Umrim. Ma'asir Rokim, Ari Mikan, Vari Mikan. Adwa, Rokim is two-sided. And Ma'asir Choshev, Ari Mikan, Veneshir Mikan. Also two-sided, but different animals. One would be an Ari, one would be a Neshir. So these are Lavdavka? I mean, this is just an example. Mashal. 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 I think that's what... Uh, he says, Ari v'neshed aktag gabaralak betul dugma. Okay. B'shmonim u'shtayim ribo aitan na'asit. And then it says, 300 kwanim, we'll have to dip it. That's how heavy it was. Rabbi Yitzhak bar bizna b'shem Shmuel guzma. When you tell me 300 kwanim needed to dip it, that number 300 is an exaggeration. Guzma. Taman taninan, another example would be, uh, the ashes that would be on the uh, korbanot of the sibur, the ashes would pile up on the mizbeah, especially on the holidays. You'd have you know, everybody bringing these korbanot. So it says, Pa'amim haya aleha kishlosh me'ot kor. There would be 300 kud of efer on the, uh, on the mizbeah. So a kud is 30 se'ah, which would be, he says over here, 248 liters According to the Chaim Na'eh. No, that would be, no, that would just for a, for a kud. And you have that's also a good one. So when you see that word shalosh me'ot, that's already that's like a that's like sometimes it's a terech guzma. Okay, baruch adonai le'olam. Amen v'amen. All right, abotai, we're learning hilchot sisit. We're in siman chav gimal. Dinei sisit bebet akevarot. Okay. Aleph mutali kanes bebet akevarot v'hu lavush sisit. You can wear sisit in the cemetery. V'hu shelo ye nigrar al akevarot. Just don't don't drag. On the Kevaradim, we, we put out the seat inside. So we don't have an issue on this. But Ashkenazim, or Maran, he used to wear the seat outside, over his garment. Maran, the seat's over the garment. So it's very, very comic. I leans over, is the seat uh, going to be right on the... Uh, or the lawn. They just drag on the Kevaradim. Imu, avadimu nigrar al... Al Kevarot, asum shum no'eg la'rash. You're taunting the dead. 
by, you know, dragging the seat over them as if to say, ha, 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 you can't uh, do the mitzvot. Not just running outside is the same thing? No. <laughs> right, that's only talking about whether they used to wear the seat on their own garments. Like I would wear a vest, and we put the seat on his vest, meaning the garments were four-corner garments. Abal anu she'em mechavnim b'am ele l'shem mitzvah, that's for you, Ike, asur afidu enem begradim, for us, that we're doing it for the mitzvah, even if they're not nigrav. When a garment item, then it has to be nigrav. Because it's a garment, really. So the nigrav makes it lo egladash. But if you're doing it in Shem mitzvah, the fact that they're revealed. Vahani mini kishashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashash
Point, it doesn't matter what mitzvah you're doing. Even if she's not hayev, but you show I can still do mitzvot. And you can't. This one you're not shayach though, but it's, it's still taunting. Okay, the they just cover him with a talit at the time of the levaya. And they take the talit off and they just drop him in with the tachlichin. Sometimes they put a talit on. We don't know. They're in the, they're in the box. What, what, what they do over then you don't have to worry about all this. Yeah, that's the Hiduk. I'm not wearing Sisit for his Sorech. But I can be Tilim for his Sorech. I love Glarash. You're reading Mishnah by his camp. But that's for him. So anything you're doing the Elun Shmato, that's not considered Glarash. But anything that's personal for you, that has no benefit on it, that's already considered Glarash. Okay, that's that one. Okay. Motai, we are now learning Hilchot Sisit. Come on, I can more. Siman Chabdalit. Hanhagat Libishat Sisit Uschara Veonsha. Okay, above that, Saifim. Alf, im en adam novesh talet bat arbak kanfot, eno haya besisit. Obviously. Right? It's a hova not on the person, it's a hova on the beged. So if you don't have a beged of four kanfot, there's no sisit. Betov venachon liyot kol adam zahil lilbosh talit katan kol ayom. But, Maran says, tov venachon. To wear sisit, talet katan, Four, five knots, connected the five books. That's Maran. You wear it over your garment. Like the Hasidim. At least, but minimum, you should wear it at the time of the tefillah. Bet. Mitzvah <laughs> 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 <laughs
בשעת עטיפה כשמברך. You look at the sesiot before you put it on. יש נוהגים להסתכל בסיר כשמגיעים ולהיתם אותו. אין קריאת שמע, ולהיתן אותם על העיניים. ונהג יפה הוא וחיבובי מצווה. רמה רייט גם נוהגים קצת לנשק הסיסית. משערי אותם דקסטם, נו חיבוב מצווה. היי, כשמסתכל בסיסית, מסתכל בשתי סיסיות שלפניו, שיש בהם עשרה קשרים. So you see the, look at the strings in front of you, and you'll see ten knots. רמז להוויות. What's הוויות? על ספירות, על ה-ten ספירות. וגם יש בהם שישה עשר... חוטים, right? So you have 16 strings and עשרה קשרים and 10 knots, that's 26. עולה עצים שישה, כנראה שם הוויה. איזה כוונות. וו, גדול עונש המבטא מצווה עציסית. ועליו נאמר לאחוז בכנפות הארץ הזהיר במצווה עציסית, זוכה ורואה בני שכינה. חם ברוך על המשם מסתל אס, אנדס הלכה, that there's a Gemara that says that you don't get punished on a mitzvah t'aseh. Mitzvah t'aseh, you don't get punished on. You didn't do it, you didn't do it. However, the Gemara says that be'idan rit'ha, that at a time of, when there's midat tadin, they punish even on mitzvah t'aseh that you don't fulfill. So who knows what time it is. So if a guy comes, oh, you're not high after what's eat, you're not high after, you're right, but be'idan rit'ha, They punish. What does he say? I think he tells the story in Menachot. Read it. Read it. Let's see. אהההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
על אחת כמה וכמה צריכים אנו לשמור על מצווה יקרה זו כהלכתה. צריך אדם לדעת שאם יראה את התורה והמצוות כמו עול על צווארו, אזי כל פעולת מצווה תהיה עליו כעול ומסה. אך אם יסתכל עליהם בהשקפה נכונה, יראה הדבר בעיניו כדבר קל, ויעשה בשמחה ובנקל, וזה רצון השם. That was one of the rabbis said, the, rabbi, the student came to the rabbi, the rabbi said, are you wearing seat? It was a summer, he said, uh, no, I'm not, why not you're wearing it? He says, it's hot. The rabbi said, Gainam is hot. What about hot? But Chabaruch, remember in Mag and David, every shoe had you start off, check for the seat. That's a check. Yeah, with five dollars, five dollars. So we used to do, the wise guys, they used to put the strings, the strings. He used to pull them. He used to pull them, and they come out, they kill you. <laughs> All the tricks not to wear the seat. <coughs> the second you came home, you pull them off because they were they were. Yeah, that's okay. But anyway, that's the inyan. So we heard the rabbi said beferush that beidan leta lo alenu they punish him for that. That's to chafhe in cham or chavdalin. Okay, mikara din in chayuv lebosh tarit katan shalabak kanfot u'meshe kol ayom. V'nak im yesh lo begin shalabak kanfot. But if you have a begin, then. כל מקום ראוי ונכון מאוד שכל אדם ישתדל לקיים מזווה יקרה זו במשך כל היום. שהוא שכולם כדי כל המצוות, הוא כדי שיזכו למצוות, וניתן מותו וזכרתם. ויש ללבוש תלית גדול על כל בגדיו, אבל תלית קטן, מנהג הספק, אם יש לך שתי קורנגרם, אתה צריך להכניס את זה. ללבוש תחת הבגדים, ואין להוציא הציצית ובחוץ. ‫-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-
Oh, but then he says over here, Mikol Makom Nen Esh Bahur, Ben Sefarah, Sheeno Nasui. And he's learning in the yeshiva of Ashkenazim. No, you shouldn't have a Makom. I don't want to be, uh, you know, different than anybody else. Already there, yeah. After you get married, go back to your old Manhag. Let's say you're in a not religious place. You're living in your parents' house, let's say, and I'm not so religious. You want to do it for extra hizuk. You want to just, as a protection, to stay away. Okay. So if it's for hizuk purposes, it's okay. Okay, so it's time to be different. Because you want to follow the minhag of the other communities, there's no inyan. Okay, so that's that. Uh, and Chama Vajah has it in Yahavedat as well. Bezor Akadosh, I'm going to call it Kore Kiryat Shem. What does Chama Rup say? Same thing. He says, He says, He says, Remember that. Remember that. Remember the rule. They gave you a rule now. That's a Benishai. See that? We follow the Mikubalim. Now you heard from the rabbi. When Maran and the Mikubalim argue, that's a Benishai. Bezora Kadosh, Amrukala Korekri, Achima Belosi seat, and you do check it. ומספרה <laughs> Right. If דין אם מותר להפסיק באמצע פסוקי הזמלה, כדי לתת פסיק בתלית, או אחת פסוקי הזמלה כדי להשתבח, ויבואר. מצווה לאחוז עשו ביד סמול. וליתם אותו, צריכים ביד סמול, דברים קריאת שמה. לבנו הארי, ואני הגעתי ברכת אהבת עולם, אני אשים ארבע כפות הארץ, יאסוף עשית ביד סמול בין כמיצה לזרת. Between the pinky and the fourth finger. You get the parashat sisit, you hold it with the right hand, and you kiss. Until it makes me a seed, and I'm not even a lot, all more than me. But that's been what I read, but yes, the host called Arbas Shupiyadon, not only the first two, all four. Maran said the two in the front, but Arbas are four. Yes, I'm not sure, 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 like we do. Tov listakeh b'sur kolim shibirek al talit. Nashemar uritem oto. Reiyam even in the zikira. Yeshnu agim listakeh b'sur kolim shibirek al talit. Nashemar uritem oto. Menagi afe. Data arizal. 
יש את הקרב הסיסית בכל זמן שהוא מפלס הסיסית. וכן נוגעים לתת הסיסית על העיניים, שהשומן הוא ליתם אותו, וכל המעביר הסיסיות על עיניו אינו בא לידי עיוורון. When I come to blindness. אוקיי, סגולה גנד בליינס, רבותיי. זה יוצא להשבש. אלה טף. שבוט יכול, וחיים פלאצ'י, משנה ברורה, כפחים סופר. עודד בן וערי, יש לנשק את הסיסית. היא כסת. ושאל שאומרים אתם אותו, ושאל שאומרים לו תטורו, אחר כך לבחור עליכם. יש נוהגים לנשק, ונשא השם מלכם אמת. יש נוהגים בכל פעם שמזכיר סיסית. Or he tell me to. Yes. What does he say? Yes. He doesn't say that here, but he has interesting uh, uh, in the airport. He says something. Let's have a gadol. What about the airport? If you're in bar, he says, the feeling is a difference. He says, the feeling is a difference. לא יחשוש מלעג הגויים שסביבו. במחוז זאת קשה לו, יכול לסמוך על לבשת הטלית הקטן, וגם יכול להסתיר התפילין, אבל באמת כדאי שהתפילין, כמו שאמרו חז"ל הפסוק, וראו כל מהארץ, כי שם, שם השם נקרא לך. חברו גודנן איירפורט, תרומניטאנס, בדיוק. תראה איזה מניינים. חז"ל דרשו מהפסוק זה אלי ואביהו את נאה לפעמים במצוות, עשו את התסיסית נאה. לכן הוא לאדם שעשה טלית מהודרת, מגיע להסתלט. נא תעשה מפעיל במצוות, זה קופי סטיינס, ותהיה מכובסת ונקייה. מכובסת. יוסף אומץ יוספה, סדר היום, we learned it, כפיים פלאצ'י. כמסורת, חסל אלפים. וראוי נכון לכל השמיים לבוש תעשה מסמל לחילים. וואו. כדי שיקיים את זאת עושים מן התורה, כותב מרן, only wall is the oraita. וטוב להעמיד בזה אף לעניין תלי קטן. תראה, הוא היה בדניצית, ברוך השם. חז"ל הפליגו בשבח המקיים מצוות סיסי. שכולם מצוות סיסי, כאילו כל המצוות. רבי שמעון בן יוחאי, כל הזהיר במצוות סיסי, זוכה ורואה פני שכינה. ורבי אליעז בן יעקב, כמו שיש לו תפילין בראשו, תפילין בזרועו, סיסי בבגדם, מזוזה פתחו, נותח לו שלא יחטא. כן נאמר, חונה מלאך אדוני סביב לירה וחלסם. ושכיש אמר, כל הזהים בזמן סיסית זוכה שמשמשים לו שני אלפים ושמונה מאות עבדים. לפי איץ' שטרינג. אז אם יש לנו שנאמר, אשר יעזיקו עשרה אנשים מכל שלושה גבוהים יעזיקו בכנף איש יהודי, על פי איץ' כנף. כל מבטא בזמן סיסית אוקיי, בר מילה. שכל סיסית של שמונה חוטים, כל ארבעה כדורים יש להם בבית חוטים, והתורה תראתו בעוד בית, וסופה מאות למד. אז זה כנגד ההוא תורה. התורה סטארטס בין הבית, ואין זו ללמד. זה כנגד ההוא תורה. בכל עת יהיו בגני חברים, זו סיסית, ושם שלך יוצא, זה מוצא תלמיד. ברוך הבא לעולם. קורא פנה.